Hey everyone, welcome back to A Creative Affair. And this is Bree, and I'm here with Len, and we have a special guest today. Her name is Takis Walter, right? I said it right, right? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and she, I know her, I invited her to come join us today. Um, she is, uh, well, we've never actually met in person, but we have a mutual uh, photo a friend in photography, and um, his name is um, Jim Rodewald. Anyway, shout out to him for, uh, I think I saw something that he shared on Instagram, and I was like, wait, I have to know this person. So anyway, wow. um, so that's kind of, it, it was all me. I, I love her work. She's a painter and an educator and, but I'm not going to say anything more because Keys, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to so tell us what you do, who you are, and then we'll get into why we asked you here. Sure, sure. Hi, everyone. Um, and shout out to Jim. Hey, Jim. Um, so thank you, Bree and Len, for having me on. My name is Takis Walter, and I am a painter and art educator and a media producer. And I'm also the creator of Creative February, um, which is a daily painting challenge or daily art challenge, let's say, not, not painting. It's open to all arts. That happens annually in February. Spoiler, that's why we asked her here. <laughs> I mean, I think if if it were me listening to this podcast, he'd be like, create a February. Wait, tell us more. Okay, so what kind of um before we go on, what kind of media uh you know mediums do you work with in your own painting? Um sure. So I paint um, primarily with oils, pastels, and most recently added gouache to my repertoire. So um, this past Creative February, I kind of challenged myself to experiment. Um, I've had um, other artists whom I admire that I've seen use gouache, and I really loved what they were doing with it. I kind of played around with it um, sporadically over the years and used it for if I were doing a, a note card or something, just a quick sketch, but never really worked in earnest with it. Um, so I wanted to set a goal for myself to just kind of explore it and get to know it more. So I'm pleased <laughs> to have added it to, to the list of media that I work with. Um, primarily, I paint landscapes. Um, I live in upstate New York, and I am just surrounded by beautiful mountains and lakes. Um, so that's where I, I gather most of my inspiration. Yeah, you do a lot of work that has water in it. Yes. I feel like you like reflections. When I look at your work, I'm like, I think she likes beautiful reflections. <laughs> There's something about them, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, being, uh, we're on the water a lot, me and my family. And being in nature, especially by a lake, is so calming and restorative to me. So I, I love the challenge of just, you know, I can just stare at a lake and the reflection, whether it's a still day or there's, you know, movement on the water, it's never the same. And it's just a, an incredible challenge to just try to capture that. Can I ask, how did you actually start um, Creative February? Sure. So in 2014, so um, next year will be our ninth year, 
um, before Creative February was Creative February. <laughs> I around 2014, I had young kids. Um, I also work a full time job, and um, and I and I paint as as often as I can. Usually, prior to 2014, I would try to paint at least daily or draw or do something creative daily. But with the demands of, you know, family life and, and work and, and various other important <laughs> commitments, I really wasn't getting time to be creative. And that year, my, my husband asked me what I wanted for my birthday for, um, you know, it, which is in February. And I said, you know, and it was kind of a joke, but I was like, I just want time to myself to make art. <laughs> That's it. And he's like, okay. <laughs> That's like, my oh, dream just... too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we put that out to all partners out yes. there of creatives. Yeah. We, we want that for our birthday. Uh, we also we want. want it for Christmas and uh, yeah. other, uh, any I other reasons. <laughs> yeah. And February, yeah. by the way, February is such a time like here in the U.S., not for you down there, Len, in Australia. <laughs> but here in the U.S., February is such kind of a dark cold month that yeah. to me it just makes sense you know okay yeah. so go on go on that you said yeah. I want to you know I, that's what I want for my birthday I <laughs> love that so much that's what I want and being the the supportive guy that he is he was like okay <laughs> that's easy for me <laughs> um and you know I I had I was like oh okay so I need to figure out what exactly that means and my good friend, Kate Edwards, she's a, a painter who happens to also share my birthday. Good friend of mine. I, I called her. Actually, no, I went to her shop. She owns a frame shop in um, Saratoga Springs, which is a city near me. And I went to see her and I said, hey, Kate, guess what we're doing for our birthday this this year? Um, because as they say, you know, misery loves company. <laughs> um but I, I thought, you know, it's I would be more likely to be um, accountable if I had someone sharing the journey with me. And Kate agreed. And she said, all right. You know, she's always up for an adventure. And that year, we each just kind of fed off of each other. And I did drawings. I did some pastels. I did some um, oil paints. It was kind of like a mishmash of things. And she did also the sim similar. She did drawings and paintings. And that year we had an exhibit of all the work that we created. I think we each had about 28. And we had a show at a, at a gallery in Saratoga. And the name of the show was Every Day. And that was the start of Creative February. And subsequent years were kind of, you know, there were some years that I think I did like a January challenge and then by February I was spent. <laughs> so I think I completed maybe three paintings that year. Um, and Kate has participated, you know, to some degree every year as well. And then as I, I, I think it was maybe 2018 or 2017, we kind of started opening it up to other artists and I came up with the name Creative February because I was like, we have to call it something. So, um, so Creative February is born. I made like a logo, which has gone through some iteration, you know, a couple of iterations. Um, and we developed like a, um, I developed a hashtag 
for it for for social media. Um, we started a Facebook group, so a bunch of actually a lot of my students um, joined us, and yeah, it's been it's been pretty incredible. the The biggest, most um, impactful thing for me is just the community, the sense of community that I've been able to achieve um, with this challenge. It's and it's not just during the month, like you know, we had this year we ended up having an exhibit. Um, we put out put out a call for art for um, artists who participated this year, and we had submissions, and and everybody was in a show called Creative Collective, um, which ran alongside a so, my solo show um, at the Art Center of the Capital Region that just wrapped um, at the end of last month. So, so one of the incredibly exciting things in that journey is this um, notion of collaboration, isn't it? And yeah. uh, not that you're making a collaborative artwork, but uh, people are joining in for that peer support and uh, helping each other to mm-hmm. to um, get through it or to uh, challenge each other or become a- accountable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there were, there were nights, because typically I work at night. There were nights where I was like, oh, I'm so tired. But then I would see, you know, Kate post something or Jim would post something, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay, I need to get it's my to my turn. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always, even though I was, I would always get like so energized, you know, and to be able to go out and just know that we're kind of the creative energy is feeding off of each other. It's just really, really exciting. You mentioned that um, in one one January you did a big project and you were spent and it was really hard to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's become such a, a set thing that January must be really exciting in the lead up to it, knowing that you're about to start it in February. Is that is that something that's quite important to you? And how does that sort of work? Yeah. So um, January is really exciting because that's usually the time that I kind of come up with like a plan. Um, I found as each year comes and, and goes, I find that having a an idea of a theme or um, a media or um, a, a medium or even just like a size to work with. So that planning happens usually in January. Um, one year in 2020, actually it started in 2019, I did a fundraiser. It was it was an event where Creative February turned into an event, and we had an additional hashtag called Creative Adirondacks, where um, I wanted to bring to light um, the preserves at the Nature Conservancy, which I'm a, I'm a board member of. I wanted to highlight um, special places to me that they've preserved over the years. And so that year, we had a plan that every day I was going to paint either from a reference photo or go to the actual location and paint the preserves. And that was really thrilling because the planning for that year literally happened a year in advance. Um, So I took the time to go to the, the various preserves in various seasons, because we decided to do, you know, each week, would be, you know, a different season. Um, and each day would feature a different place. And 
that was that was really exciting. That's awesome. And I want to say that it's December when we're recording this because of holidays and all of the all of that kind of excitement. <laughs> but <laughs> we're going to be part of the lead up to uh, to Creative February in January and all, part of all of that excitement because yeah. this podcast episode is going to be released. So if you're listening, it's January. So yay. So what I want to know is, do you, what does creative February look like? Like when you tell people what creative February is, what do you like advise them to do? Um, and typically we're not, <laughs> typically we're not interviewing, but we have so many questions about creative sure. February that <laughs> we just want to talk and we just want to talk to you and ask you all the questions. So when, when you tell people and talk to people about what it is or how they can do it, what do you say mm -hmm. to them? So the first thing I say is that the purpose of Creative February is to, in a fun way, that should be the first thing is it should be Amen. fun. It should, yeah, it should not be <laughs> yes. stressful. You should not be like, oh, you know, like I need to do something and finish something every single day. Um, that's not the spirit that we're doing this in. Um, the purpose is to explore creativity. And if you, um, whatever your medium of creativity is, you know, to just spend some time each day to explore that. If you can finish a piece in a, in a day, that is a bonus, <laughs> but it's more about the journey and not the, the finished item. Um, so there's also the sense of collaboration and community. So I encourage folks to share what they're working on, even if it's not a finished piece, you know, if they're doing sketches or if they're planning on working one on one large piece or several pieces throughout the month, you know, just to kind of share what they're working on and. I encourage them also to interact with the other artists and the other creatives that are participating. Mm. Um, yeah, because it, it is very much, um, you know, from the start, I tapped into my friend Kate because I knew, you know, as artists, we kind of like we're in our own world and we're kind of isolated in our creativity. And I tapped my friend because I knew that would be a way for me to just just have a, a sense of connection with somebody else with the same idea with the same project so have fun don't put too much pressure on yourself you don't need to finish one thing um you don't need to be a painter to do creative february you can be a musician i've had jewel jewelers participate i've had people who do um collage knitting, <laughs> uh, anything, you know, <laughs> any, anything that, um, fuels you and, and fuels your, and honors your urge to, to be creative. I, um, I want to chime in here and say, I participated in last year's creative February. I didn't yeah. get to every day, but it doesn't, that doesn't even matter because so right. I'm a photographer and I, you remember as I posted some of my, yeah, on my stories, some of my videos. Yeah. So you can actually go back. I think, I think it's on my creative minds coach, Instagram account. I, I know there's at least one video on there of me doing this. Um, what I did was I decided to explore my connection to creativity 
through painting and meditation, which uh, there's a, mm-hmm. there's a meditative practice called, called um, Enso circles, which I am still finding out more about. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's a deeper practice than just doing mm-hmm. it for creative February. And so sometimes I do get it out and, and connect with it, but uh, and I'll put an article when uh, in the in the um, episode description. I'll put an article, a little blurb about it, if, if people want to read about it. But anyway, it's about making one big circle <laughs> without stopping, mm-hmm. and um, there's there's so much to it. But it was so fun to me to just not have to do anything perfect because it's not about perfection, and it mm-hmm. was easy for me to do. I'm like who can't do a circle. (laughs) (laughs) And, and it was something different than photography. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to connect with a different part of myself creatively and Mm -hmm. see how that influenced my photography. And to be honest, I think I'm still figuring that out. I think part of what I learned is that creativity doesn't Entering creative practice doesn't have to be um, this big thing. It can just be this small moment to enjoy mm-hmm. and to relax and release and um, and to just kind of be with myself for a few minutes. And for me, that's that's a lot of what it was. So yeah. I have thoughts about Aww. next year. but it was really fun. And I really, I really appreciated, um, I really appreciated the opportunity to kind of practice, you know, to practice that and to Mm -hmm. kind of participate in the challenge. So that was, that was just, that was just really fun for me. It's uh, really such an amazing thing, isn't it? That um, it's not so much about finishing things or setting this huge goal, but um, the goal is actually to create space to make or to be creative and for a period of time, like a set period of time, one month, Mm -hmm. um, making this lovely, beautiful space where you're actually, and doing exactly what Bree's just describing there, connecting with yourself uh, and whether it's making one large artwork or um, 28 small ones or half Mm -hmm. finishing 30 or a a sketchbook (laughs) or whatever it is or recording a new thing. it's about making space in your life for it, isn't it? And actually by having it in a discrete form that you can go, oh, that's achievable. A month's achievable to put away aside space every day. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And even if you did, you know, folks did once a week, you know, I have I have friends who have small kids um, and, and they're like, well, I don't know if I could do every single day, but you know, maybe I could just say Sundays, every Sunday, I'm going to spend mm. a couple of hours to write or, um, or pick up a medium that I've been wanting to try. So yeah, you're right, Lynn. It's very much like what Julia Cameron says with about making an artist state for yourself, isn't it? And what you've mm-hmm. done is framed it up in this month, um, really beautifully. And then uh, helped and encouraged people to support each other in this um, collective uh, time frame and pursuit. I, I really love it. It's beautiful. It's very, very beautiful. And like so many things, it comes from 
something that we are needing. Like it seems like it came from something you were needing and then <laughs> now you can share it with everyone else. What have you seen? I'm so curious what you have, um, what kind of results have others shared with you about what this has done for them? Uh -huh, I didn't prep you for this question. Yeah, no, 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 no. That, that is a great question. And um, what comes to mind is a good friend of mine, um, um, Kim. She, she is one part of the Quiet Woods, which is a jewelry company that's in the town <laughs> um, where I live. And the year, I, I know she did a, a couple of years, but the, the first year that she did it and I saw her in the supermarket <laughs> and she, you know, and I'm sure she's, she'd be fine with me <laughs> sharing this. Um, but she said that the practice was basically just to, she said she wanted to do it for years, but was worried, worried about how to do so with jewelry and because obviously you you know some it's probably not very easy to produce a a, pay, a piece a day, um, but she said she used that time to just kind of experiment with different materials. She's you know sketched things out, different ideas, um, and she started um, oxidizing. And I'm probably getting this wrong, Kim. Sorry if I am, but she. That, I she, know a little bit about jewelry, and that sounds right. Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did some work with like oxidation and and she she had like a whole new line that came from that practice. And I was just so thrilled. I you know, I was like grinning from ear to ear as she was telling me this because you know, as I mentioned before, I teach art as well. And I always stress to my students that once you let go of expectations and really go into that zone of just experimentation you know you're just you're just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what works um I feel like that's the space where I've at least personally noticed the most growth so it was just validating to hear her have that experience experience because I've had that as well and I've encouraged my students to allow themselves to have that as well so that was that was really amazing um and in the facebook group you know folks are always just so encouraging and and happy to share what they're learning about themselves and about their creative practice throughout the month yeah it it just it really energizes me to be um to be allowed to be a part of so many other artists creative journeys and if you guys can't, you guys can't see her if you're listening to this podcast, but uh, Takisa is grinning from ear to ear, like literally while she's talking about it. Like, <laughs> so <you> can, beautiful. <laughs> you can hear the smile in her voice. It's really amazing. Um, I also want to chime in here and say, like, I think we can just experiment and try things, but I also think there's value in taking a moment, especially maybe in the preparation mm -hmm, up to mm -hmm. February, maybe the January where it's kind of exciting and you're planning and all of these things is to take mm -hmm. a moment. And I, I, I talk to clients about listening to our creative spirit and what mm -hmm. is that? What is, what does our heart want to create? And I think that's such a great moment to say, what does our heart want to create or what have I been putting off trying because it feels a little bit risky. Right. And I would say that this is the time 
to kind of just allow it and let it go and, you know, allow that creative spirit to guide you and tell you where, what you want to be doing next. Just like, uh, what's her name? Kim, Kate, Kim with, I wrote it down quiet with, it sounds like she was just, she just allowed herself to be guided in that way. And what a beautiful thing that came out of it. So I also think that that's, that's something really valuable that if we take a moment to be introspective and listen, then Mm -hmm. it could actually guide us to something really amazing. Not that it, we expect that it will, because it really is just like you said, I really think it's just a fun thing. I really think that it's just an energizing, creative, fun thing to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So much of that, it's about, excuse me, letting go of the outcome, isn't it? Of the actual artwork as being a a brilliant masterpiece or whatever you would like it to be, but being Mm -hmm. in the the moment with and I think the Enzo circles also teach that uh, it's about being in the moment of making mm-hmm. rather than in the um, focusing on the product itself. Uh, having a really high turnover of artwork is actually quite valuable in this. I know in drawing class, my favorite time to draw is the one minute sketches or the yeah. 30 second ones <laughs> and when we get to the half hour and one hour poses I've had enough and I don't really right <laughs> enjoy that process but when I'm going fast and I'm working um quickly and you know trying aiming for an artwork a day or something an unfinished experiment a day or mm-hmm. trying something or a bit of time a day it's really this speed forces me and I think it would force other people to to relax and to let go of the outcome and actually yeah. focus on the doing. And I think you've hit upon something that's incredibly important uh, for artists. Yeah, yeah. My quick sketches would look like little stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I could do something interesting and I I kind of shy away from the sketching but anyway I may have a little bit of a block about it I don't know thinking I do well maybe that should be your creative February plan (gasps) actually I have an idea actually I have an idea do you want to hear it yes I do. Okay. Cause I, I had hinted when our, in our chat ahead of time and like, I'm doing this little hand thing because, <laughs> cause I'm excited about it now. Okay. So, Hey everyone, just interrupting this awesome episode to let you know that we still have a few spots left for our creative affair workshop. This is a unique online workshop for photographers where Lynn and I guide you through a passion project from start to finish. You can work on a portfolio, an exhibition, an ebook, and so much more. If you have a passion but don't know what to do, we help you with that too. I teach all of the tools for my Creative Confidence Workshop, and Len brings all of his years of mentoring experience. We invite you to join us starting February 7th or 8th, depending on your time zone. And details are in the show notes, or you can check us out at a creative affair podcast.com. Now let's chat with Takis some more. And I recorded an episode. Um, it's actually already released, but it was all about Georgia O'Keefe. And I've told, I have thought for the longest time, and this is where sketching comes in. I have thought for the longest time that I needed to be 
uh, needed to be able to draw to be able to paint. Mm, okay okay and you're nodding your head like yeah. not true that's not true yeah, right so yeah no it's not true <laughs> right and so it's this a is common like the, misnomer right mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and i think len you were like no you don't no you yeah, don't have to no. be able to draw of to be able to not. paint right so and you can draw without being able to paint too and right ask right. someone who has lots of experience in that end yeah. of the world as well yeah <laughs> And I, I just think like, I just think like destroying that idea or getting rid of that idea. That's not really like, mm -hmm. that's not really serving me because I always have wanted to paint. I always love watercolor. I mean, years ago, mm -hmm. before I moved to Texas, I took a watercolor class and I just allowed myself to kind of play with it. And it was really, really fun. But I remember in, being in there and seeing how other people could draw and then they could paint and being like, mm. well, maybe that's what I have to be doing is I have to be able to draw to be able to paint. Okay. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, and if I'm listening to my creative spirit, tell me what is next. It is. And I know I'm a photographer, but it's okay. Cause mm -hmm. I do, I, I do have this desire to paint. So I want to throw away, and this is like, I'm a little timidly throwing it away, right? Because I think this is a little bit of feels a little bit of a stretch and I think that's okay. So I'm going to throw away this idea that I need to be able to draw to paint. And I've told Len this, I'm just going to experiment with going to the, to the art shop and grabbing three colors watercolor mm -hmm. colors that I love. And I think I want to just play and I can go grab more um, if I if I feel the need or desire or whatever to. And I'm just going to play with color. And I just want to see what the colors do. Like I don't have to actually create yes. anything. I think this is all experimentate, you know, experimental, mm -hmm. just like the Enso circle, right? It could be meditative. And what does this do? And if I combine this, or if I use less water, what does that do? So I think uh, that's what it's going to be. And I'll start with one color. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, should I, I think do it? that's great. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You should do it. Yeah. Throw that, you know, that mis idea, that false idea that you need to <laughs> draw to know how to paint, just throw that in the garbage get your colors and just have fun, just have fun with and it. just go. Yeah. And yeah, I, think, just go. I think a lot of us have those ideas too, that kind of hold us back from doing things yeah. like this mm -hmm. is uh, all those thoughts that are like, Oh, I have to be able to do whatever, whatever it is that's holding you back. Maybe that's right. not even a thing. And it took me years to be able to go, Oh, actually that's not even true. So it took me quite a while to really figure that yeah. out. So, and I'm going to put it into practice in February. I'm going to get oh, excited good. about it and oh, get my materials. I'm excited. Me I'm too. Excited what to size, what size brush, what brush should I get? If I got one brush, if I just constrained <laughs> to one brush, what should I get? I think I, I would, try two. I would try like like a large flat, so like like a size eight. I mean, because if you're working small, a size eight would be or a ten would be pretty big. Um and then so a flat and then a round. I, I think because with a round you can get a variety of different brush strokes. You know, you can kind mm. of squish it down and get like a like a broader and then you could be 
really fine as well. And one of those beautiful ones with a pointy end. That's, yeah, um, yeah. Um, you can get nylon ones, but the, the beautiful ones are sable. Um, mm-hmm. And another thing to buy and consider the purchase is enough paper that you don't feel um, betrothed yes. to its value. Yeah. And, I, yep. you know, I, I, I love paper. And I, you buy a huge watercolour sheet and it's a lot of money and then it scares you because it's so valuable and what right. happens if I ruin it and uh, it's uh, it's scary. And then if you buy enough that's uh, to be able to do, you know, three or four every day and you can churn through them and, it oh, it doesn't matter, oh, let's go and see what the next mark's going to be, you release yourself from that fear yeah. Um, yeah. Of, of failure because it's experimentation and you don't want to be thinking about the price of things or worrying about it. I I just say that from my own experience because I was like that with camera film as well, (laughs) as well as paper and inks and everything like that. I get scared of the trying to make something that's supposed to be finished or beautiful right. instead or of worthy enjoying. of the, right? Worthy yeah, worthy right. of the materials. Yep. Yes. What a terrible yep. concept. It is, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that the paper thing, or even for me, not, not having to feel like I need a whole set of paints, just oh, yeah, having a couple and one or two brushes, it's very minimal yeah. and it constrains me to one thing, not in a bad way constraint, like in a good mm-hmm. way to mm-hmm. allow my creativity to kind of flourish. But also the having enough paper, you know, minimizes that minimizes that feeling of risk. And so maybe that's something that um, if you're going to participate in Creative February, that's something that you um, that that's a consideration, right, is mm-hmm. size or. Um, you know, anything that might feel risky, maybe figure out some other thing um, to kind of mitigate that. Can we ask for your advice on this? Um, uh, do we go big and go or go home or do we go small or do we go, um, what would your advice be on this one for Brie? I, I would say to go small. Um, I feel like going big would be, for me, um, kind of intimidating, <laughs> you know, especially if I'm trying something new. So I would probably just kind of in advance cut down some like either four by four or four by six sheets, whatever format you want to work in. Um, And you really do only need the primaries, the three, you know, three primaries in white. Um, And, and yeah, and a couple of brushes, some water and, and go from there. I literally... I literally yeah. am just going to go and pick out colors I love. That's what okay. I'm going to do. Yep. Yep. I'm going to go like, you on that too. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> right? Like in um, Inigo Montoya from The Princess Bride where he's got his sword and he's like yep. holding it up and it's guided towards the tree. Oh, and okay. That's what I'm going to yep. do with my hands. I'm just going to reach out and go, which yeah. colors? <laughs> oh, so Brie, would you change that every day? It was like whatever color on that day that's, you know, calling for you or? Yes. Yes. Because of how, right. I, I literally am not creating anything. I'm just playing. Yeah. And so I think allowing myself to play with colors I love and just see what the medium does and see yeah. how they interact with each other. And then if I want another one, I can go get it. It's like, you know, that's n- lower risk. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So yeah. I probably already have a brush, at least one. Yeah. So I'll see. We're going to have a guest in the future. Um, her name's Julie Fox. And um, mm-hmm. she went to the art store and just 
picked off her favourite colours and went home and started painting. And I really love that story and we're going to have her as a guest and she's agreed to be here and we want to pin her down on that. But by choosing your favourite colours and not worrying about the colour wheel Mm -hmm. uh, actually gives Mm -hmm. you freedom because you're actually constrained in that choice and not trying to make other colours. And like if you need green and you haven't chosen it, you just go back and buy another green if you really need to or you can if you didn't happen to have the, the, the ones you need to mix it because uh, mixing is only one part of it, isn't it? Yeah. Experimentation and, mm-hmm. and taking risks and um, making lots actually is going to teach you more about loving it as a medium in the long run, I think. so. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think for so many people, like I'm thinking about if I did this with photography, I'm just using it as a time to explore my other ways to be creative. But if Mm -hmm. you were doing photography, there's so many things that you could do, you know, or if you're a musician, really so many things that you could do. Like all of us have like infinite ways that, you know, we can explore these things however we want to, which is so, so amazing. Okay, Takis. Mm-hmm. I asked you ahead of time, but you said you didn't know. And I want to know, do you really like, what are you going to do for February? And like, do you want to share like a, maybe a little thought that you have, even if you haven't totally decided? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I'm still, still trying to um, figure out. I do know though, that um, what has worked in the past is working small Generally, because I I am a landscape painter, it's either some like around now in January, I'll start going through my reference photos and kind of picking ones that really speak to me and putting them in a folder for you know Creative February, the next Creative February. Um, but there are times when I'm you know maybe driving home from dropping off one of my kids to one of their events and see something um that strikes me that day and then whatever i had planned goes out the window and i have to do this other thing so the only real plan that i have at this moment is just to work small i do believe that i will be working with gouache because i've been having so much fun working with that medium um last creative february i tried to experiment with gouache and pastels and I, through habit, because I gouache was new to me, I ended up putting a lot more pastels <laughs> on top of the gouache. <laughs> so I really couldn't call them mixed media because all the gouache was completely covered that I put underneath. So I think this year, maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll try to just stick to just gouache and maybe um, so 90% gouache, 10% pastels. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll try. I wonder if it's because the pastels just felt a little safer. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. We all um, do this, don't we? <laughs> we do. We do. We fall back oh. into our, you know, our safety. <laughs> yes. Why are pastels safe for you? Tell us. Um, oh, I don't know. That's why. Yeah, I don't know well, that story. I think, well, pa- I work, I've been working with pastels for a, about, 20 years <laughs> so so that's um, your medium isn't it so in yeah one sense. yeah pastel and i mean i've been working with oils as well for about the same duration or or maybe even even longer but pastels have such an incredible immediacy 
that sometimes I don't have to think about, you know, mixing colors. I just, I can just kind of like grab a couple of sticks and then I have the, the value or the color or the tone that I want. Um, whereas with oils, there's more thinking on, okay, so I need, you know, to get this shade of blue, I need to mix these things or, um, and then there's the cleanup <laughs> with oils that you don't really have with pastels. Um, so I think that's why I, you know, pastels are like my comfort, my comfort zone. So, um, so yeah, so maybe this year I'll try to just kind of push out of that a bit and, um, you know, up the, the gouache ratio. <laughs> maybe this, maybe this, this next creative February is like, um, creative, get moved past your fears. <laughs> February. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. that's what it will be for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe one year you can um, take the risk and go to watercolors. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Maybe I should because the last time I I tried watercolor, um, you know, like to do an actual painting, not just experimenting with it, it was not not pretty. <laughs> it was not pretty, and it and I just had, um, I learned to paint with with oils, so you know, the mindset with oil and then watercolor, it's, it's like opposite, you know, you work with oils. I typically work from dark to light and with watercolors, it's light to dark. And for some reason that just wasn't, it kind of broke my brain when I tried it mm. and I wasn't pleased with the results, but most definitely that uh, maybe one year that should be a goal of mine <laughs> to just tackle that. Maybe one year for Creative February, I'll try film photography. Oh, you know what'd be fun? Do you know what'd be fun? I like a pinhole camera. Because, uh, and I yeah. I went in September and joined my friend Eric in Zion National Park, and he has a pinhole camera. And you should see him work. It's, it's super interesting. And it's because pinhole really is like all, right, Len? It's all about experimenting because you can't see really what you're photographing when you put it up there so anyway i have all oh, these wow. things i want to try including yeah. um cyanotypes that would be so so fun yeah. <laughs> right um, make a list free i know <laughs> i need a list yeah. i need a list eventually. i've got a few students at the moment and they're mixing uh photography and jelly printing um gold leaf um and cyanotypes all together and mixing things around and making uh, a mixed media artworks. And it's actually incredibly exciting to watch and be a part of. Their process, uh, you know, goes on for a very long period of time. Uh, but there's so much experimentation in that and yeah. there's so much joy in not knowing what the result's going to be which is part of the joy I think you're identifying yeah. there with pinhole as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. It's a surprise. It's like. <laughs> Len gets his students to do Creative February all year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Relentless. Right, right. What happens if you do this? Let's try right. this. How about experimenting yeah. this way? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm so, I'm so, so excited about this. What else do, 
if, if our, somebody in our audience was going to do this, what else might they, is there anything else that they might need to know? Um, and what would we want to encourage them to do to participate? Um, I guess the, the main thing is, as I mentioned before, the, the community and the collaborative aspect is important part of the project. So, um, so, you know, if you're on social media, if you're on Instagram, if you do share your work, if you could tag it with the creative February hashtag so that we can see, um, what you're working on, that would be great. Um, and, and participating, joining, joining in, in the conversation, you know, it's, it's exciting to see all the different artwork that's being created, um, during that time. So, if you see something that that moves you or inspires you, you know, let the artist know. And I've I've seen a um a couple of times too where one artist may post something and then it may inspire another artist to kind of do a derivative work from that, um, which I find very exciting too. It's just like a whole new way um of collaborating and and living in that community space. Mm. Ooh, that's wonderful. Okay. So yeah. hashtag creative February, and we'll put it in the notes. Um, but yeah. also maybe this is a time where we right? like you said, the community. So then we're like maybe a little extra active and I'm not saying mm -hmm. that you have to do this. Anybody has to do this, but if you want to, and you want to find a lot of inspiration and you want to share anyone who's, uh, you know, also using the, participating and using the same hashtag, you want to share what they're doing, that might be really fun to, you know, introduce yeah. ourselves to each other, because that's how I got introduced to you. And now look at, we're yeah. having this conversation, I which know. is absolutely <laughs> so much fun. Like, so, so much fun. What is the hashtag? Hashtag creative February. And Corey will put that in our thing. Too, yes. So we know. Yeah, um, I got you. For those of us who can't remember that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got you. I do. I do all that yeah. stuff. So, so yes, yeah. yes, and for and sure. This this year too. I last well towards the end of um, Creative February this year, I actually created a, a Creative February Instagram account. So for next year, what I'm gonna try to figure out is I know there's like the repost app, but if you tag your work um, with the hashtag. I'm going to figure out a way to aggregate it um, onto that Creative February profile too. So then that'll be another way, an, an easy way to kind of see what everybody's working on. Awesome. Be, we can yeah. chat about that. I can tell you a couple of things that I've experienced okay. with those oh, good. kind of things. Yeah, for sure. Okay. We'll chat about it. I love okay. social media for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. We actually did a whole <laughs> podcast episode about social media and yeah. I profusely said about how much I love social media. So I'll tag that episode too. Yeah. How <laughs> exciting. All right. This has been really, really fun. I am super like, I don't know. I always come away with these from these conversations. Like I told Len, I was really tired earlier and now I am like bursting with energy now yep. because I'm really excited about what I'm going to do, but I'm going to put the pin in that because 
I'm going to wait until February, but I'm going to start dreaming about what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to race down to the art shop and start buying your covers. <laughs> no, no. I have, I, <laughs> no, Len, you and I, we're, we're, uh, we're working on our workshop. We're putting all of that, the finishing touches on that stuff. So, um, which is actually starting at the end of January. So, uh, oh, we'll that's put information. so exciting, isn't it? I know. If it's not full, we'll put the information about that in the notes um, so so people can see that. But, yes, that's where all of our creativity, a lot of our creativity is going right now, which is so fun because we're going to help other people that's do great. it too. You know, yeah, th that's exciting. what we're about, right? Yeah. Is encouraging yeah. everyone to be creative and um, to expand their creativity just a little bit as they push themselves a little bit. So, and I, I love the theme. That's one of the themes that's come up today is this sense of community. And I really think that that's such a strong one, uh, for us to hang on to as people, because we are, um, we, you know, we're, we're built, um, sociologically to live together in, in communities and, uh, Today, with this modern technology, this uh, we can have this incredible support um, from each other, even from people that we've never met physically or know, and mm -hmm. in the traditional sense, who who live within a you know a, within the house or in within a, a close distance. But we can build these incredibly powerful, beautiful communities with each other, supporting our own creativity because it, we need it, don't we? I do. I can't be that yeah. one hidden away and just making art by myself because it just right. doesn't work. I need that connection with others and that um, not so much feedback but um, uh, a sense of support and also encouragement. And uh, I think that that's a lovely thing that we've we've really explored in this and I think that's one of the beautiful things about creative february and it's so exciting to 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 hear all about it and you've got me um i'll be scratching my head and wondering what's going to happen <laughs> for my creative therapy yeah. um, february and it will be creative therapy for me yes. Emma. watch <laughs> out for say. my students they're going to cop uh, a creative therapy uh, february whether they like it or maybe yeah, um... maybe we'll get len to publish some work in color <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ah, well, um, yeah. <laughs> next year, all my lens journal, um, the whole year is going to be color, my color work coming out in my um, magazine. So I'm so uh, excited about that. <laughs> you should see the bright purple color of the first one. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. Um, yeah, but I love that. I love that, Len. I'm sorry, <laughs> the creative therapy, because it really is, you know, for a lot of us, you know, creativity is therapy and it, it is a way for us to, uh, you know, I always say I, um, it's akin to meditation, you know, when I'm, when I'm making art, it's one of the only things that I do that I'm actually only focused on that. Um, and, you know, as long as you're, you're in a space where you're allowed to do that, it's, it, it is like every, you know, time, it's like a time. I always think of my studio as like a time machine, <laughs> you know, you go in, <laughs> You go in for an hour and five hours later, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I had a question for, for both of you, if that's okay. Yes. Please, we'd love yeah. excited. Okay. I'm excited now. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> well, I'm curious, what inspires you? Like, 
what gets you excited when you think about your craft and 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 what you do in a creative in a, with a creative lens what inspires you who wants to go first Lynn yeah do you want to go first Lynn do you want me to go first well I, I'm one of my inspirations is making stuff and I really I really love making things and uh, I'm surrounded by um uh, prints, bits of paper, drawings, paintings, mm-hmm. um, bits of um, wood things, uh, all sorts of strange things, clothes. Um, <laughs> making is True. one of the drivers. <laughs> uh, well, uh, like clothes I've made. And yeah. The, oh, nice. Uh, you know, even the desk I'm sitting at I made or the tablecloth that's on it or the the stand that holds my computer up, all these little things. Wow. It's actually doing is incredibly important for me. And then to be able to add an aesthetic to it and uh, rather than just a, a beauty in its function, I don't know where I learnt that, but it seems to have been innate and it's been mm-hmm. a, a long time uh, driver uh, throughout my life. And I actually put down art for, uh, you know, nearly 10 years in my life after Mm. having been it as a love and going to art school and learning to be an art teacher and all those sort of things and then pursuing teaching uh, with all my passion. Uh, the other thing that drives me in that, and it's taken me my whole life to figure that out, is creative creativity in itself. That mm-hmm. The creative act for me becomes a, a motivational thought, uh, force and, as you just said, it's it's therapy, it's meditation, it's... Um, a, a chance to connect with myself. It's also a chance to connect with other people. So that's my quick um, five-minute answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick great. and five minutes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm just going to say oh. a little side note. I also mm-hmm. love making. That's not necessarily what inspires me. Like, if you look at the bookcases behind me, like, I made these from scratch. I'm so proud wow. of myself. I made all kinds. I've that done a ton fantastic. of woodworking Thank you. I made them to exactly fit these little containers. So anyway, um, lots of math involved. It yeah, kind of hurt my head. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but as soon as you, I, I'm, there are multiple things, like so many things that inspire me. And so I'm just going to say the first one that comes to mind. And um, I have a friend and he calls me the texture queen. And so, um, <laughs> and so when I think, uh, when I think about what inspires me, like if I'm behind, like with my camera and I find something that actually makes me feel inspired, it's usually something that has some really interesting texture. And, um, I, I just, I love that. I love finding that in nature and, and photographing that, whether it's like veins on a leaf or the other day I was out by my creek and there were all like it was super misty and you know when it's super Mm -hmm. misty and it's very still and the water just collects along these little plants like diamonds that um or just rock textures or you know um textures in dunes as the wind has blown them Mm -hmm. anyway I can just name all kinds of textures and you can even hear it in my voice like I love them (laughs) I I I almost always stop I I I, maybe I have published you know a bunch of them but I have my my Lightroom catalog is like 
filled with textures that uh, maybe no one will ever see because I just love <laughs> photographing them. They're so fun yeah. and I feel so inspired by them because nature is incredible and does incredible things. So that is also my five minute answer. <laughs> oh, great. that's amazing. That's yeah, thanks. It's quite sharing. ironic, Brie. Yeah. That we have at a creative affair and we haven't met and we can't touch each other. But um, uh, uh, it's interesting because we both share that love and mm -hmm. I, I, I try to create artworks that I want to touch and, and I want to do yeah. that visually. And I only just noticed, like it's only a recent thing that I actually noticed that um, touch is really important in my work and I want to be able to reach into them and, and that sense of feeling is communicated through this sense of wanting to touch things. I think that's, oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's quite an insight. Yeah. There, I'm really uh, <laughs> there you go. I'm loving that one. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. I, I feel like we could talk about, I feel like with you, Takis, we could just chat about all the things that we've ever talked about on our podcast before for like hours on end. It would be, yeah. it would be so, so fun. <laughs> so should we turn her question around and ask uh, Takis what, uh, what, um, what inspires you, Takis? Inspires you. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So I think being alive and being present in this moment in time, being able to experience um, the landscape, the light in the landscape, that that is what's most inspiring to me. The fact that I'm able to, you know, spend time, I have time, because it hasn't always been that way, where I've had time to focus inward on myself and the way I do that I tend to to go outdoors and it, it is that is a part of the draw for me with the landscape is that when I'm in the landscape it is meditative it's so calming and, and peaceful and being able to to capture that <laughs> whether it's you know right now in my career this the skill or the the level of experimentation and trial and error and all of that that I've done to where I, I've, I'm at the point now where time between my aha paintings, I call them, um, is, you know, a little bit less and less each, each time. That for me is, is inspiring. And being able to share that, that um, connection that I feel with nature and, and being with the, in the outdoors and the, the restorative effects it has on me, being able to share that through my art. Um, that, that's just, that, that's what inspires me to keep trying and keep, keep going out there and, and capturing um, that essence to share with others. Mm. Isn't it so beautiful that each of us have such a different answer to that same question? And I think, well, that's my answer too. I want to change mine now. <laughs> 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 and it also changed on which day you ask us as well, isn't it? Yeah, like some days yeah, it's about that, connection that with people and other days it's connection with nature or for yeah. me, connection with trees or wilderness. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. It's a, such a complex thing and I love thinking about it. Yeah. It's, it's such I, a beautiful I, question. 
I think at the core of that, it is, it's being alive in this moment <laughs> to be able to take in these things, whether, whether it's the textures or the, you know, the tactile aspect for you, Len, of being able to like create things, you know, at the core of it is just that we're here and we're here now. And, you know, we are, I know as a creative, and I'm sure you can relate, we all have this innate urge to, to do things, you know, to make things. <laughs> um, so that, uh, that I, you know, I just, I always, when I think about that, it, it, it makes me, um, just so happy to be able to do it. <laughs> mm. I really believe that a creative life is a blessing, isn't it? It's yes. a, such a, a gift and we're mm -hmm. so lucky to be alive and we're actually incredibly privileged to have time to be able to even to make Absolutely. art and, yes. and uh, to be able to do that. And it's, it's magic. It's absolute magic for us as humans and uh, the gifts that it gives ourselves, uh, let alone other people, is uh, incredibly special. And yes, you're right. It's it's a gift to be alive. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's mm -hmm. a gift to be creative and alive. Absolutely. So I guess that's what Creative February, if we were to wrap it all up, that's what it's mm -hmm. about is making time for these moments where you are alive and in the moment with your creativity. And, um, and I think... I do think that's such a really, really beautiful thing that you have started, Takis. This is all because you started this because Aww. you needed it. And I, yeah. I just, I just, I just love that so much. So Aww. thank mm. you. And we thank invite you. everyone, all our listeners to, to join us all in um, creative February. What a, yeah. a, a magical time. And there's time for plenty of time left yet for planning and getting oh, organized yeah. and doing some research and go to, uh, the website have a look at it and uh get some inspiration and some motivation absolutely all right Great. i think it's time to say goodbye thank you so much yeah. for being here with us to keys we'll put all of your contact information in sure. and um everyone stay tuned for all of the amazing inspiration that we're going to all get from creative yeah. february awesome Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us in a wonderful conversation. And I think we're actually only just started our conversation. I, I really want to talk to you more about um, uh, learning and, and about creativity. So maybe mm -hmm. another time uh, we can uh, we can actually go down some other rabbit holes and uh, talk about that. <laughs> sure, be sure. I'm going to plug in my laptop because I, I think it's going to not, not cooperate. She, so she's going to die right as we're back. ending. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, everyone. Um, well, Takis, anything you, any last words before we end? Yes. Thank you both so much, Len and Bree, for having me. This has been such a wonderful conversation. It's it's great to get to know each of you a little bit more and to learn what inspires you. And I'm really honored that you made time for me tonight. So thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, an absolute pleasure. And it's so lovely to meet you. Till next time. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us in our creative affair. If you love the passion we bring to this creative content, please support the podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing, 
and leaving us a review. To find out more about Bree's work, including her gorgeous photography and mentoring in her Creative Confidence Group Coaching Program, please visit her at creativemindscoach.com. If you'd like to learn more about creative photography, you can find me at lenmetcalf.com, where you can find links to my photography school, my videos, and numerous publications. I would so love you to sign up for my newsletter. Well, until next time, we hope you enjoy your creative life. And it's time to say goodbye for now.